shows their hypocrisy on travel bans. Dr. Fauci triggers the panic alarm yet again. And where is the media on the six people murdered and 47 injured in the Waukesha Christmas Parade attack? This is Troy Shelby, and you're listening to The Rant Reloaded. Okay, so this week, maybe late last week, Biden's press secretary, Jen Psaki, was was basically asked about the hypocrisy of the Biden's administration's newest travel ban. And in my opinion, she got herself caught in a public relations lie, and I'm wondering why no one's called her out on it. First, listen to the clip, and then I'll explain where the lie is. Before Joe Biden was president, he said that COVID travel restrictions on foreign countries were hysterical xenophobia and fear-mongering. So what changed? Well, I would say first, to put it in full context, Peter, what the president was critical of was the way that the former president put out, I believe, a xenophobic tweet uh, and how he called, what he called the coronavirus uh, and and who he directed it at. The president has not been critical of travel restrictions. We have put those in place ourselves. We put them in place ourselves in the spring. But no, he does not believe. He believes we should uh, follow the advice of health and medical experts. That's exactly what he did and putting in place these restrictions over the week. Okay. Now the reporter asked how this ban is different than the ban issued by President Trump that Biden criticized as being xenophobic. uh, Among other things. Well, Ms. Pisaki attempted and failed to deflect the question by claiming that Biden was not criticizing the travel ban but instead was criticizing a, and this is the word she used, xenophobic remark that Trump made on Twitter. Now, these aren't her exact words, but this is just what she said. Uh, talking about his Twitter, uh, the his infamous Twitter statement where he called the coronavirus either the Wuhan or the China virus. The problem is, that tweet didn't come out till three days after the travel ban that Trump put in place. And three days after Biden, along with the whole of the Democratic Party, had already criticized and condemned it. So how could he possibly have been making a statement about a tweet that hadn't been made yet? Do the Democrats have a secret time machine? Or maybe they have a psychic that told them about the tre- tweet. The coming up in the future. I mean, seriously, Madam Press Secretary, if you're going to tell outright lies, you might want to ensure the dates don't conflict with what's being said, thus making your lies overly transparent. I mean, come on, man. Sorry, couldn't resist that. But in all serious, in all seriousness, does anyone believe anything coming out of Pisaki's mouth anymore. It seems like every time she holds a press conference, all she does is lie in a very obvious manner. It's really kind of pathetic. And moving on, just when we thought we were almost done with COVID crap, suddenly there's a new strain. They're calling the Omicron virus. And oh, how Everybody now should get a, yet another shot. And of course, Dr. Falky, who 
is an idiot has to hit the panic button. Listen to this audio. Should we expect to be seeing more lockdowns again, new lockdowns, more mandates? You know, I don't know, George. It's really too early to say. We just really need to, as I've said so often, prepare for the worst. Now, Mr. I'm the science behind the vaccine claims ignorance on the possibility of the of new lockdowns and mandates and says we have to just prepare for the worst. Translation, we want you to be scared so we can slowly take your rights and freedoms. And that's what this is about. Just when they start telling us COVID-19 numbers were dwindling, all of a sudden there's a mutation in the COVID virus that they named the Delta variant. Well, they didn't get the response they wanted. Remember Biden making the statement, we're losing patience with you when talking about the unvaccinated. So now here we have the uh, Omicron virus or the Omicron variant of the virus. Now, I really have to question the reality of this new strain. I mean, has anyone seen reputable evidence that exists except claims from the West left-wing paid scientists and Dr. Fauci, of course? How about from an acclaimed, an acclaimed doctor, and I don't mean one like Fauci, whose PhD isn't worth the paper it's printed on? Now, by the way, I do have to give credit to Mr. Don Bongino for these audio clips. I did kind of steal them from his, from his broadcast. Uh, if you haven't heard his show, you really should. This man is a conservative rock star as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, moving on to the next topic. I know I'm going through these kind of fast. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm working some things out. Uh, but I, on the next topic, I have to ask, as I said in my intro, where the hell are the media on the Waukesha murders? When Kyle Rittenhouse was on trial, and even after his acquittal, it was national news, and the media was all over it trying to spin their narrative. But six people get killed, and 47 others get injured by an extremist in what I can only define as a domestic terrorist attack, and the major news syndicates, and I use that term syndicate as it's originally intended, it's such as a crime syndicate, news is no better. But anyway, the, the major news syndicate only covered for one day, calling it an accident, then they go silent. Here's honestly what I think. Kyle Rittenhouse was a white person at a BLM rowdy, so that automatically made headlines as the media condemned him before the trial even started. Why? Because it didn't allow them to push their narrative of, race, of racism on the population and gaslight the situation. But what about the person driving the vehicle in Waukesha that crashed through the Christmas parade, killed six people, and injured the, I think, what did I say, 47 others? Why isn't that story worth covering? It's because they can't push their narrative of white of racism and white supremacy. Why not? Because the terrorist was black, a black man. Forget about the fact that social media had all kinds of anti-white rhetoric all over it. 
forget the fact that social media showed him to be a literally a Black Lives Matter zealot, not just a member, a zealot. I mean, this guy was militant about his Black Lives Matter. So they can't cover this story because they have spent the last year encouraging BLM activists to do this type of stuff. And I can promise you, had the driver been white and non-BLM or a non-BLM supporter, then the national media would have been all over it. And that's not being racist. That's just stating an opinion based on observed past behavior of the mainstream media. What is racist is they give national attention to a young man who defended himself simply because he was white, but give no attention to a black man who commits mass murder in an act of terrorism. CNN, NBC, ABC, and the rest of you leftist media hacks, I'm calling you out on your bullshit, and you're just as culpable as the person driving that van because you've been encouraging it for the last year. Anyway, I do apologize, but it does appear that we are out of time. Uh, So if you wish to comment on this broadcast, please send us an email to contact at therantreloaded.com. We'll be more than happy to answer you, uh, maybe if even... Uh, bring your questions live on onto our broadcast. Anyway, this has been the Troy Shelby with the Rant Reloaded saying, if today's political climate isn't pissing you off, then you're not paying attention.